0: guys before we start gathering some bonus points if you want to listen to the podcast but maybe not every segment check out our new rss lamer gamers bites uh it is our it's the same podcast except we break down each segment so you don't have to listen to a two-hour podcast whenever you might only have time for a 15-minute segment on a lunch break so check that out it is on apple Podcasts, spotify and uh bunch of players right now we're still trying to get it on a couple more all right guys so this week we asked you when was the last time you were surprised by a video game so i've got some responses from our friends of the lamer gamers our lamer friends um and here's what they said budget arcade podcast said recently with legends of runeterra the free-to-play model is so good that I'll have every card in the game within six months without playing paying for anything. So, that's interesting because a lot of your free <laughs> free-to-play games are free to win. So, that, that's interesting that they actually, it works out for you. Next up, The Lamp Post Gaming. I'm actually very impressed and surprised by The Ghost of Tsushima. I knew it'd be a. I knew it was going to be a decent game, but it completely blew me away so far. Definitely game of the year material. Uh, as you listened in game impressions earlier, yeah, Rowdy would probably agree with that. Uh, next up, uh, speaking of which, I have to add Rowdy's thing in here in just a little bit. Next up is Japan Lover seventy nine on Twitter. The Elder Scrolls IV: Oblivion was the first game that surprised me after coming out of the tutorial level and realizing i can go anywhere it blew my mind as a teenager so that's a very uh, true especially i think i was that way whenever i played fallout 3 uh because it just was so big it was so expansive and Really though, to be honest, I think the biggest thing for me was 3D gaming. Mario 64 was the first time I was probably really surprised by games because I had grown up on the Nintendo, on the NES, the Super NES, Sega Turbo Graphics 16. We actually had one of those with the little the little card that you plug in. Uh, they were <laughs> they were interesting looking, but I remember being surprised to be able to run around and not just go left and right, up and down. Um, It was mind-blowing to me. Uh, Next one is uh, GnR Frank says, uh, by the way, it's GnR underscore Frank on Twitter. He also does some stuff on Twitch and YouTube. Katana Zero. I don't usually play indie games, but this one gave me one heck of a surprise. Very fun. Very addictive. Wasn't expecting to love it as much as I did nice i I don't think i've played katana zero so this one i'll have to definitely look into uh next up lit gaming arena podcast community and esports literally the other week when i found at astroneer game so astroneer it's a game that's an indie that i've played on game pass to be fun and addicting as heck after being unimpressed seeing trailers and youtubers playing early versions of the game I've already sunk in 30 hours into it, which is a lot for my schedule. So, Budget Arcade respond, what's it like? I'd accidentally downloaded it on Game Pass when I was trying to download No Man's Sky. Ended up deleted before trying it. He said, it's like No Man's Sky meets Subnautica. Uh, and I see listening to the podcast right now, Carcashan from Game Witness Discord is saying Observation on PC. Now, I haven't played Observation. I'm I need to, I downloaded on Game Pass on Xbox, but, uh, Karkashan says she was surprised how immersed and, uh, despite playing an AI. Ooh, that's cool. I didn't realize you played as an AI. Uh, so next up, uh, the underscore Guma says, recently I'm surprised how good Origami King actually is. I went in with low expectations, but I'm loving it so far. Now, we talked about this in Game Impressions where I love everything about the game except battle. And uh, I replied, the charm of the dialogue, art style, presentation, and everything other than battle is inescapable. I just wish Battle with Scrub Baddies was better personally. But I actually enjoy the boss fights. So the, the boss fights are good, mind you. But I think a lot of people are dogging on that game so bad. Um, that they don't really know how good it really is. I mean, it's a good game. Uh, next up is Paranoid Android at VoxelHero on Twitter. Punch Out. Man, that's a long time ago to be surprised by a game. Uh, was a complete blind purchase at the time, and I typically hate boxing games, but that one has the addictive Nintendo magic. Yeah, I, I'm... I remember that game. That one was fun as a kid. I remember being, I remember King Hippo. Whenever, uh, just laughing as a little kid, because, you know, it's kind of humor. Whenever his his shorts would fall down, you'd punch his belly button. That was hilarious. Uh, now, I, I actually would like to see a new punch-out. Now, I don't think we would ever see one from Nintendo, unless they used motion controls or waggle, to be honest. But I'd still play it. I kind of want a good boxing simulator. I don't think that'd be a boxing simulator, though. Uh, Drink a beer and play a game podcast responded and said, their Splatterhouse LCD handheld is surprisingly good. Now, I didn't know that was a thing. You know, it's like one of those old Namco uh, or those old Tiger Electronics LCDs. I guess Namco made some newer ones. And it looks pretty cool. Uh, you can see it on the Twitter if you look for the bonus points question. Um, and Let's see. SMB Flurry uh, on Twitter says, this is one of my someday I'd like to own, but only if I can find it at a garage sale or flea market because it costs way too much on eBay kind of items. Yeah, it, apparently uh, the podcast people said they were looking for it for two years before he got his. whoof Yeah. All right, next up, uh, Jeffrey Morris, at the Jeffrey Morris, uh, said, the ending to Journey to the Savage Planet. I laughed so hard. Uh, He also posted a reaction, if you go to our Twitter and look at it, and you can see the end of the game. Um, Now, I didn't realize that uh, this game was multiplayer. I I wanted to finish this game, but uh, (laughs) I couldn't play it with my wife around. I know she's listening to this right now. But you have to kick chicken aliens for science. And that's not cool, kids. (laughs) So I had to stop for a little bit. I need to play it again and just mute the chickens somehow. Because they're just so cute. You just got to punt them. Don't do that. All right. uh, Next up, Midwest Meltdown Podcast said uh, they were surprised by The Last of Us 2 and also Red Dead 2, even though you know how it's going to end. Then we had... The and Call podcast. Uh, they were surprised how actually solve the mission your way Dishonored 2 turned out to be with lots of freedom and creativity. That's Brian at the Heckin' Call podcast. Then Steve from the Heckin' Call says, Pokemon uh, B2W2. Now, I might need some help from Carcassian on that. Uh, B2W2. Don't know what that means exactly. Uh, caught me off guard with how genuinely charming it was. Lots of, black and white too. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Pokemon black and white two Caught me off guard with how genuinely charming it was. Lots of little touches in the animation and writing left me smiling. All right. Uh, Petri dish, a science podcast said, um, they were surprised by the Witcher three, um, uh, that they were surprised how polished and fleshed out the game was, including the writing for the several missions. Online tech tips at OTTC. Uh, I'm sorry, at OTT underscore AKIC. They have a pretty cool website. Uh, says that they agree on The Witcher 3. Started playing it on PC and Roach handled terribly in autopilot mode and gave the impression the game had janky controls. Immediately turned off. Fast forward to The Switcher. And here we are 100 hours into the game. It's truly a masterpiece on many levels. Now, I'm one of those people that I played Witcher 1, I played Witcher 2, absolutely hated the controls. Like, I just wanted to throw those games out a window. Um, So, I was ambivalent to playing uh, Witcher 3. Uh, As Karkashan has uh, eloquently put it, Witcher 1 and Witcher 2 two were just jank so um those they were rough so it took rowdy a long time to convince me to play witcher 3 it was on game pass so he really didn't have to pull my arm too much or twist my arm too much and it's fantastic um it's pretty good Uh, i agree with you on that one carcassian so anyway uh next up the game looters uh podcast The twists and what they do in Persona 5 Royal. Oh my gosh, what a masterpiece of a game. Truly surprised me how I could love a game even more. Awesome, awesome. Uh, I haven't played Persona 5 yet. I'm looking forward to that. Next one is The Basement Surge. Just put, actually recently playing through The Last of Us 2. Dot, dot, dot. Joel... As Midwest Meltdown Podcast replies <laughs> with the saddest of gifs. Alright guys, so those are the lamer friends on Twitter that have responded to our bonus points question. When was the last time a video game surprised you? Let's move on down to the Game Witness Discord. Uh, Fried Shoes just said, that's a, that's a pretty broad question. He just answered 2019. Apparently that was the last time he was surprised. Uh, next up, Skies of Shoulder. Put Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. He was expecting this to be a bit of a letdown, but between the 80s funk, the synthwave music, the protagonist, and some some of the crazy gunplay uh, during some rather memorable mom- moments, I want a Blood Dragon sequel. Yeah, so I actually just started playing Far Cry 5 this afternoon, which is why I'm doing this a bit later than I expected. I lost like an hour at some point i think aliens came up and took me i don't know how that works but far cry's fun never played one before i might have to look at some of the older ones all right uh next up from the lamer gamers discord texas blues but the last i can remember a game surprising me was when me and my friend were playing skate three and figured out we could dark slide <laughs> so uh, also tanker drew who's both at the uh Lamer gamers discord and gw said like six months ago played celeste phenomenal game highly recommended all right and last but not least Texas Discord from the Texas uh, Reddit. AGS put that one reveal in Doom Eternal made my draw drop actually. Now I don't know what they're talking about here, what the reveal was. Um, so I'll do, I'll do double check on that. But uh, next, going great at U of H. Put the friggin' Microsoft Flight Simulator ad made me super excited, like like really excited. So I haven't checked that advertisement. I'm, I'm actually excited about that game. I'm going to play it on PC. I wish they had like a simple mode on Xbox uh, One X or Xbox Series X. But that looks fantastic. Plus, if you listened to the news section earlier, it's going to take 10 discs or 90 gigabyte download with 37,000 airports. Goodness. Alright, uh finally, Palf from Texas Discord says last time a game surprised me is uh or is the last latest Call of Duty game. Cause they have humongous files that need to be downloaded. <laughs> and like 95% of those are microtransaction based junk DLC, right? Um <laughs> so Palf said that their first video. We're on the SNES, and they were compared to megabytes, not gigabytes. So yeah, size updates on games surprise me. Yeah, I I can agree with that. I think it's going to be a problem, and we discussed this in a previous episode with the Xbox Series X, and especially the PlayStation Five, with its reliance on really forcing the new proprietary uh, solid state drives. You're going to be fighting for that room essentially to store your games because there have been games that are like 90 110 gigabytes you know whenever you have less than a gigabyte of storage it becomes a problem so uh all right and our last one is going to be mr rowdy 5000 he says bionic commando from 2009 it was such (laughs) rowdy's eloquent way of rating games is turd or not turd um it was such a turd of a story but the swinging mechanics put all of spider-man games before it to shame now i will say this swinging mechanics look at carry-on it's ridiculous how well it moves um all right guys so that is going to be it for the day oh by the way Karkashan said that cod call of duty is creeping past 200 gigabytes at the moment what do you even do with that like how much of that is actually in use i'd love to see a percentage breakdown of people that put 100 hours into the game and how much of that 200 gigabyte space has been used and she she paused it a month ago that's that's fantastic All right, guys, we are going to go ahead and end the podcast. Uh, Thank you all for listening. Uh, Just keep in mind, if you want to listen to this full episode, you can find it at Lamer Gamers Podcast on every podcast provider except for iHeartRadio. However, you can find our new version of the Lamer Gamers Podcast where we break it up into segments for people that can't listen to the whole show all at once. You can find that on iHeartRadio. I don't understand it yet. I don't know why. I can't get a hold of anybody. I think it's all robots uh, at iHeartRadio. robots, I guess. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. We will be back next week. Uh, hopefully, Rowdy5000 be able to join in more often. Uh, he has been super busy testing people for uh, what we call the gobbles on this podcast. But uh, he's just been too busy to do a full episode lately. All right, guys, you have a good one. We will let you hear us next week. <laughs>